to the Elmont Online Podcast. I'm Aubrey Phillips. It's day 22 of New York on pause. Social distancing is working. Let's keep it up. As of April 13th, Elmont has 617 documented COVID-19 cases. A few miles east, Hempstead has 985 cases. The two communities share the top of the leaderboard. Why? Let's begin with a few more questions. Should Elmont residents have to drive 24 miles to Jones Beach for testing? Shouldn't Belmont Park, Elmont's designated emergency evacuation center, be a COVID-19 testing facility? Yes. Here on the podcast, we will ask the questions, offer insights, and entertain thoughtful answers. Many are still asking about the community's lawsuits against the Belmont Park Redevelopment Project. The cases continue to be on sound legal and moral footing. This pandemic is the latest indication that high-density development poses untold, often unspeakable, health consequences for minority communities like Elmont. And on that note, we extend well wishes to our 617 neighbors and friends suffering from COVID-19, the disease that spreads the coronavirus. We'll be right back with the conversation. You're listening to the Elmont Online Podcast. I'm Aubrey Phillips. Joining us today is Milagros Vicente. Milagros is a Valley Stream resident, owner-operator of The Learning Way, and a current Valley Stream school board member. Milagros, welcome to the podcast. Hi, how are you? We're doing well. We, right before we got online, uh, you were talking a little bit about some of the work that you're doing as an activist, and so I'd like to talk about that. Could you tell us what we caught you in the middle of doing today? I know some seniors who are actually living in home, and they really don't have that much access to a lot of things. So I, um, the office of Todd Kaminsky. Uh, now, Todd Kaminsky, Todd Kaminsky is the local senator, is that it? Yes, he's the local senator to, to, to this area. And he put out a video asking people to donate Camp foods and and if anybody needed any help, his staff um, reached out to me and um, informed me of this, and I was I, I was happy that they did that because I was able to connect these three seniors, um, actually four because one is a couple and then the other two are seniors, and they all over the age of eighty. Some of them on, the two of them are in their nineties. And I was able to provide the staff with names, address, and, and for these seniors. And today, you know, it was really, really quickly, and today they delivered, you know, a, a small, um, a, you know, but very much appreciated um, food to the seniors, and which was great because I know that you know, we all want to help, and sometimes I feel like some agencies, they say, oh, 
If you need food, come get it here. But they, you know, I, I feel that they forget that there's a lot of people that do not have cars, can no longer drive, and like these seniors, they can't drive. And they're having difficulty sometimes of even getting the medicine. So um, I've been trying to help as much as I can. You know, I'm, I'm only one person, but really, really thankful for the staff of Senator Todd Kaminsky's people. And I know other places that are trying to help, like um, a friend of mine whose name is Luis Mendez. He is just really going out there and bringing food to the communities that really need it. And I know also Assembly Member Bill Ramos is bringing food and bringing needed supplies to, you know, to people that really, really need it. So, you know, it's always nice when you see that happen. You know, this reminds me of how we, uh, you and I, uh, worked together during Hurricane Sandy and we used your home as a place where the community could have met and broken bread together. Yes, yes, I, I recall Sandy very much, and um, it was uh, a hard time as well. Um, and uh, I'm glad I was able to do something um, like that. You know, I'm blessed. Uh, Milagros, as mother, as daughter, and as wife, could you tell us how this journey uh, brought you to this place where we can always find you helping someone else in the community? Well, this journey is a long journey, you know. Uh, I would say it's been in the making for um, over 32 years. It really started when I had my first child um, who has a disability. And um, I felt that, you know, God blessed me with this child. And he, I, had, I have a mission to pay back the blessings that God gave me with him, and 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 that is to help any way I can. I mean, I don't have money, I don't have nothing like that, but information and doing hands-on things, whatever, and advocating and helping people navigate the system is just a, a little token that I could um, give back for this blessing that God has given me. I think you are you you became known to the to the Elmont Valley Stream community during your work with the Fifth Precinct when it, when they were closing the Fifth Precinct, and now you're a member of the Valley Stream Board of Education. Prior prior to that, I think you were involved in the Girl Scout, so you seem to have this abundant energy, and 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 where does that energy come from? Um. Yeah, you know, um, I the energy comes from just wanting to help people, right? Uh, I feel that um, I feel that it's important to help other people. Life is not just about you. I mean, a lot of people always say, "Why you volunteer so much?" I do volunteer a lot, but you know, that's what gives me um, comfort and. And that's what I want to instill in my children. You know, it, um, it, it just, just for a second, it seems to me that this pandemic, I'm, I'm sort of trying to bring your experience and, and what you've been doing forever, as long as I've known you, and, and how it sort of dovetails and, and, and runs very much in sequence or in sync with the new call that we seem to have as a society with regard to taking care of each other. 
uh, it, from as simple as matter as, well, don't leave the home. Because if you do and you're infected, you may not be affecting yourself, but that venture outdoors could be something that's detrimental to others. And it seems to me that you have been so concerned about others all along that something like this doesn't really alter your perspective on how society should behave. Am I correct? Yeah, you're correct. Um, I wish I, I could do a lot more, you know, but I do have an autoimmune disease that, you know, it's taken me a very long time to even admit I had something like this. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I always feel that whatever I can do to help. Now, you know, there, there, there are a lot of people, there are so many heroes out there, you know, doing what they can, and and that is so much appreciated. You know, I, I you know, I, I could only do but so much, um, and I'm thankful for that, but um, people have the responsibility to stay home. Um, they have to... Um, to do everything that they can during this situation to stay home and stay away from people. And you have to cover your face. You have to wear gloves. You have to do what you can to stop the spread. You're listening to the Elmont Online Podcast. I'm Aubrey Phillips. Milagros, I know that you have a particular sensitivity to those among us with physical and emotional disabilities. So tell us a little bit about how we can be of help in that regard. Besides the food thing, I was going around and uh, I posted on Facebook, um, there is a form for, um, it's called COVID-19 Disability Form. And it's a form that anyone who has um, an individual, whether it is a family member, a friend, or someone you know, you want to help them fill this form out because, God forbid, they end up in the hospital. Um, doctors, you, you, get, you send them with this form, and doctors will know what their history is because you have so many that cannot advocate for themselves. Some of them are not verbal. Some of them cannot move, right? But if you have, you, they, you send them with this form, doctors know how to treat them. And that's on your yeah, Facebook page? Yes, that's on. Well, I, I, I didn't put the form on, and I didn't put the form for a particular reason. One, I didn't know how to really put it on Facebook because I got it in an email. But the other reason is I don't want people to take advantage of this form, right? I see. I don't want people, it's not just for anybody. It's for someone who cannot um, advocate for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Cannot um, speak and doesn't know their history. So this form is for that reason, and, and I ask people to email me their email, and I will send them this form because it was sent to me um, from one of the um, agencies that my son is part of, and I'm sure they send it out to all the people that they have connections with. But, you know, sometimes people don't look at emails. They, they'll look at Facebook first. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that that information is out there and I shared it as much as I can. And I've gotten some emails and I send the emails out 
and um, something like this is so important. So that's what I was doing today as well as <laughs> making sure these seniors get this. And, and we're right back we're right back to that boundless energy for helping others there's something else about you milagros that i'd like to talk about and uh, as it uh, as and you are you are a small business owner you're listening to the elmont online podcast i'm aubrey phillips And I'd like you to tell us a little bit about um, the name of your business and uh, and what it is that you do and how this pandemic has affected it. Well, um, I I am a small business owner for the Learning Way um, Childcare. I provide services to school-aged children right now. Childcare providers, family childcare providers which is what I am, you know, I'm licensed by the state. We are considered essential workers, and we could take care of first responders' children. So many of us are open, uh, and many of us are taking care of children. Mm-hmm. However, a lot of parents are home, so they're not going to reach child care. For, for services, the school districts have been informed, um, told by executive order from the governor that they must provide childcare services and must provide it for free. Mm-hmm. So um, school districts are providing that service. So therefore, you know, a lot of the childcare owners, um, some have children, some do not. I was closed at the beginning, then I was open, and now, you know, I'm open, but I have no children. And and that's fine because um, I think it's our responsibility to help families that need the the service and also to be safe. So, you know, many of us have lost a significant amount of salary, Mm -hmm. uh, of income, you know, and uh, we're connected. You know, we, we have a little group together here in our community of some child care providers, and we um, communicate, and, and we have um, the Child Care Council of NASA who provides us information and the Office of Children and Family Services who are also providing us information. You know, the, that's, that's how this uh, pandemic is um, Has affected... Has affected yeah. has affected you as a business. Yeah, not right. only me, but so many. You so know. many others, of course, of yeah. course. You know, okay. it's 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 funny because I don't believe that there is anything about you that uh, that is selfish. And and even though we're trying to talk a little bit about your business, you're obviously bringing in all of the people around us, and 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 that's so admirable. Uh, one of the reasons I think that I I really ad- enjoy our friendship. So, so yeah, you know, <laughs> I know, I know you, you asked me about my business, but you know, <laughs> I can't talk about my business uh, without mentioning that there are just so many other businesses like mine mm-hmm. at this point, you know, trying trying to do what they can to help, and also at the same time feeling the impact of this emotionally, 
and financially, right? Sure. Because you, you can't get into business if you don't care for people and if you don't care for children. Right. 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 So, or at least you shouldn't be in that business if you don't. Exactly right. It sounds to me like you are the perfect person to help parents who are now homebound with their children. Uh, it sounds like you're the perfect person to give us a few hints and tips about what we can do during this time to, I guess, make the days go by quicker and to engage our children in a way that doesn't really make them feel disconnected entirely from the society around them. So could you give us about two or well, three or four hints uh, regarding things that you would recommend parents do uh, to make sure that their children are socially responsible but engaged in the community around them. Right. So, so here are some things uh, I did put out on, on my uh, Facebook page um, a list of links and activities that they could do with their children. And um, if you look up the Learning Ways Child Care um, you will see on, on Facebook, just type that in and you should um, come up with it. And you will see that I provided reading websites, math websites, social studies websites, and science websites. And I encourage parents to just take time and sit with their children, especially school-age children from kindergarten through um, fifth grade or sixth grade, and look up some of these websites. For example, Spa4.com, that's a reading website. Could you spell that for us? Sure. Spar, S-P-A-R, 4, F-A-L-L.com. Starfall.com. Yeah, that's one reading website. A math website could be uh, spmath.com. A social studies website could be historyforkids.net. A science website could be kidsnationalgeographics.com. Wonderful. And, and mm-hmm. you know, there, there's so many activities that you can do. And I also list a few of them, right? My favorite one is a vision board, right? Yes. Another thing that, that you can do with your child, I, I'll give you two more things. One, of course, play a board game, right? That's, that's easy in itself, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I grew up on board <laughs> games. Yeah, you know, that's so much fun. I love playing trouble with my family, and we play that game all the time. And um, we make it very competitive. Um, so it's another way to share family connection. Another thing that I've been encouraging people is to fill out the census form. You know, you could take the form that they send you and put in the code and help, the, you know, sit down and do it with your child so that they could understand, you could explain it to them why it's so important. That's another thing that you can do as a family together. You know, I did not even consider that as, a, as an opportunity for, for engagement of young people, but this is, and that's why you're here. This, was, this is a very important tip. I'm all about filling out that census and making sure that everyone in the country gets counted, because as you well know, Milagros, that there is, a, there is controversy around whether you have to be a citizen or not a citizen and things like that. And, and, and it's good to know that everyone, regardless of citizenship status, 
uh, has to be counted. So that that yeah. that's a great tip, Milagros. At this point in the program, Milagros, I'm going to I'm going to ask you for us to do some fun things. Thank you okay. for sharing what you did. So the first fun thing we'd like you to tell us about who Milagros is. Can you tell us your favorite song and why? My favorite song is Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Uh, ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't Never no river wide enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> Can't keep me from you. Oh, boy. Um, Diana Ross. I love that song. I know all the words to it. You know why I really love that song? Because I would sing to my son, my oldest son, um, because I wanted to tell him I'm always there for you. And no matter how many mountains, no matter how many rivers, um, oceans, and all that, I'm still getting to you, right? Yes. So I'm there for you. So, Absolutely. Uh, that's why that song, I love that song. It's a favorite song of mine, too. Thank you for being online with us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye-bye. The Elmont Online Podcast is brought to you by www.elmont.org, where residents go for cutting-edge commentary, real-time news feeds, and more. Elmont.org building a stronger community since 1999. Thank you for listening. Between now and the next time we meet, be safe. I'm Aubrey Phillips.